Smith goes for the shot in the back of the net. Keep your eye on goal of the day. That's got to be a contender early on. He takes the right for the shot. Oh my goodness me! And you would, as a Crawley fan, begin to believe the three points are yours. It's the best night of Crawley Town's lives. And there may be more to come. Hello and welcome to Straight Red, the brand new Crawley Town FC podcast hosted by myself, Ewan Dunlop, and my co-host, Jonathan Chappell. Thank you very much for joining us in episode one. Each episode is going to be absolutely packed full of information for you all about Crawley 10 FC. It's going to be match reviews, matches coming up, a social media review. Sergio Says is one of our greatest segments possibly. We've actually got the great man on the case. He's going to be part of the show, Sergio Torres. We're going to have a complete league roundup. Broadfield Bars will tell us what's going on in and around the club, not just football. A couple of games might be involved, also our highlights of the week. And in added time, we'll tell you what's coming up in matches around the club over the next fortnight Also, So without any further ado, let's get underway. Well, yes, hello and welcome to the podcast. Um, I, I, will, I would say that it's the first Crawley podcast Ewan but I believe that there have actually been other previous podcasts done before but it is certainly our first Crawley podcast uh, that we've done ourselves and I guess this is the chance for us to say you know a little disclaimer advanced warning we will probably get things wrong things probably won't work but hopefully we'll get a few things that do actually work quite nicely as well and so I guess just stick with us as we try it out and see what works and what doesn't work and I guess we'll hopefully have something pretty fun to listen to come um, Christmas hopefully. <laughs> so anyway Ewan is sitting opposite me and uh, I myself am Jonathan and we're both audio descriptive commentators at Crawley Town and we just thought the podcast would be a fantastic place to just have some time to chat about Crawley and what else is going on in and around the club basically because on a on a Saturday it's kind of like just describing the action as you probably would expect commentators to do so yeah this is just a chance for us to a safe space for us to, to just chat about some things and when you and I were talking about this podcast we thought of some different sections to chat about and the first one that we thought we would start chatting about in a logical way would be a match review based upon the matches that have basically happened in between the podcasts being recorded i guess it's a chance for us to clear the air on on some points that maybe we're not happy with to maybe celebrate when crawley town have done well but essentially it's just a way of us i guess putting closure on things that have happened in between the two podcasts but before we do do that ewan yes we can't forget that the transfer window has just happened and the transfer window is still a massive part i think of any club season so I think there are a few things that we want to mention, aren't there? Yeah, whether you're in the Premier League or the conference or anywhere in between, the transfer window is absolutely huge. And as Crawley have seen over the last four or five years, uh, we tend to have swapped almost 60% of our squad during that summer window. And it's been no different this year with, I think it's currently 11 players in and 10 players out. Of those players out, the three big names that really stand out, Enzo Baldwin, Jordan Roberts and Josh Orth, all massive losses for the club. However, as that's a negative... If reports are to be believed, all three of those players come in on freeze to begin with. And I know the numbers are undisclosed, but we've heard it's somewhere in the region of a million quid. 
and at Crawley, Crawley's level, League Two, that is incredible business. You, there's no way you can turn down that money, especially on gates of 2,000 and just a bit more. Um, it's the only way a club like our size can, can survive, really. And the players coming in, again, great business. Roman Vincelow, uh, I thought Reese Grego Cox, fantastic. Only two substitute performances so far against the, in the friendly um, and against Stevenage at the weekend. But he had fantastic performances. Uh, Ollie Palmer, two goals in two league games. That's exactly what Crawley needs. We haven't had a 20-man season, 20-goal-man season for four or five years. You're going right back to Matt Tubbs and um, Tyrone Barnett and that like. Um, again, Philippe Moraes, and we'll wait to see on the other names, but some fantastic names coming in. Felipe Moraes did actually get quite a big reception, I think, on social media. I, I was so surprised when I saw it, actually. I was like, what is going on here? Who's this wonder kid that we've uh, signed? And uh, I did look into it, and yeah, very good signing, I think. Anybody that's played 30 games in the championship last season, I'm not sure what they're doing in League Two. <laughs> it uh, does kind of make you worry, like, what, what, what is we, wrong with him? Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with him or what are we paying him? There, there's something, there's, there's a little bit more detail that we don't know about in there. But, um, I mean, come on, it's two or three games into the season. It, we haven't got, we haven't learned too much so far. Um, I like the way Harry Kill's playing the football. It means it's a lot from the back and working the plays through forward. I don't think we final, turned it on in the final third at the moment. But, uh, again, it, it's so soon who knows what's going to happen yeah it'll be exciting to see how they develop um, and I guess a, a first place for us to for chatting about where they might be developing and how they performed would be the previous match and that was against Stevenage on Saturday and unfortunately this first kind of review we're having here is not really much of a jubilant one because Crawley did start the season with a win but on Saturday they, they did lose yeah, I mean, Cheltenham's never been a happy hunting ground for Crawley. I don't think we've won there since the 96-97 season at Cheltenham. So to come away with a 1-0 win, fantastic performance by all accounts. Um, and on the away games, you're going to come into this, the listeners, shortly. We'll discuss that with you in a, in a brief moment. Um, so fantastic start to the season, everybody happy. Then you come home on Saturday against Stevenage. And the first 45 minutes, the best word I can describe it was, was lacklustre. Do you think it's fair to say the first 45 minutes were a bit of a write-off? It was poor. I mean, it wasn't just Crawley, it was Stevenage as well. There, there wasn't much going on whatsoever. And thankfully at half-time, I think both managers got behind their teams and uh, came out firing from both sides. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the the main problem, if I was to try and boil it down to, to one thing, would probably be for me that there's no movement off the ball. It was a lot of... Crawley are very good at picking up the second ball that when you know they make a pass forward and someone intercepts it, but they don't control it well. Crawley are very good at going behind that player and picking up that ball and creating a chance from that. But on Saturday, the first 45 minutes, the movement off the ball, I thought, was pretty shocking. It was pretty standstill on the pitch. And if Crawley want to play passing football, which is what Harry Kiel really does want to do, is pass it out from the back, players have got to move and give those opportunities. Otherwise, you get what you had on Saturday in the first 45 minutes where the ball's just going back to your goalkeeper all the time and people are getting frustrated. Absolutely. So we can pretty much write off the first 45 minutes of Saturday's game, but we'll move into the second 45 where everything changed. Massive cliche, game of two halves, different game of football in the second half. Both teams came out absolutely flying and it was a fantastic 45 minutes. For the neutral, very entertaining. For the Crawley fan, disappointing, especially near the end. Um, that fateful George Frankham throw in right near the end really put a nail in the coffin. Uh, but up to that point, until they got their second goal, it was a very, very entertaining afternoon of football. Yeah, so like you say, they did come flying out the blocks. Reed for um, Stevenage scored in the 48th minute. So that's three minutes pretty much after half time. So straight out of the blocks. And uh, then it was a couple of minutes later 
that Oli Palmer scored his second goal in two games for Crawley Town. And that was, uh, what, five minutes later, down the other end of the pitch. Almost identical goal from a cross-in and a header into the back of the net, as, as you would always say as in commentary, back of the net. It was kind of a bit surreal, wasn't it, seeing the second goal, uh, well, repeat of the first goal, essentially. Very, very similar goals. And again, a bit like last season, Crawley did score quite a few goals off the heads as well, off the crosses coming in. Uh, I, you don't recall last season too many goals coming from out to play. It's odd. They always seem to be crosses and heads in. Um, not many two fantastic runs and strikes on the ball, but maybe that's been really, really picky. After that second goal in the game, or Crawley's first goal, it really did pick up in terms of both teams. And Crawley, as well as Stevenage, did have quite a few good chances. But in terms of Crawley, that's where things started, I think, to go downhill because chances were wasted in the final third. Shots were scuffed. Uh, shots were blocked as well so good defending from Stevenage on that pass as well you can't take anything away from them for doing that but chances were not taken um, Polian and Palmer had some fantastic opportunities to do things with the ball in the final third and it didn't quite happen as well as Reed and Sanupe for Stevenage they too could have added a bit earlier on to the scoreline but then it was late on in the 88th minute that Revel um, third header of the game put Stevenage in front and then you know that's when Crawley stick all their players up up the pitch and would you have it they Stevenage that is score in pretty much the final minute of added time so really put the uh, the nail in the coffin well well that was all very downbeat and downcast and down everything and down 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 so shall we move on from that and try and try and pick things up what are we going to do about away games? Because we don't actually go to them, do we, Ewan? I'm very glad you are. Fake fans. <laughs> Plastic fans. No, we don't go to many away games. That is where our, we want our listeners to come in. That's where you can really help us out. We would like to have one section of this show called Reds on the Road. And that's where one of you, each fortnight or so, whenever we do one of these podcasts, you can come on, tell us about what happened at the away games. Because let's be fair, we get 2,000 home fans and between 50 and 100 away fans. Because we're not the only ones not going to the away games. There's a lot of people that <laughs> only come to the home games but we do want to do a proper review we don't just want to take it off the website we want to hear from you the proper fans that went to that game what's your opinion on what happened we've already had one away game in the league at Cheltenham uh, we had one game last night Bristol Rovers another loss 2-1 Connolly header scored in the 88th minute then a red card for Polion uh, in extra time so that's all the facts we've got we want to hear your passion and we were you there Tell us about it. You can get in touch with us via Twitter. It's at StraightRedCTFC, at StraightRedCTFC. Send us a DM or a message. Give us a follow. Get in touch and you can be our Red on the road. So that is a look back at what's been happening on the pitch. Now we're going to flip that around and look forward. Jonathan, who is the opposition coming up in the next couple of weeks? Yes, well, Crawley have an away game to look forward to this coming weekend. They play Port Vale, uh, travelling up to the old Stoke-on-Trent up north. Stoke North? Um, it's right about the middle, isn't it? Okay, top of the Midlands, bordering the north. Let's not very, get very southern, aren't we? Get onto that argument now. Anyway, Port Vale won their first game of the season against Cambridge, a thronking three-nil victory. Did you just use the word thronking? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Thronking. I'll have you know, Dan Walker uses thronking on his uh, on his book. Well, Thronkosaurus actually is his. Is Dan Walker, the most plastic Crawley Town FC fan in the world. Oh, that you say that and not me. I'm a big Dan Walker fan, I'll have you know. 
But yes, uh, they won their first game essentially by a big margin. Um, two of their goals in that match came from set pieces. I think that's that's notable. And they didn't really do well in their second match of, of their league campaign. They were very much a crawly town in that aspect because they lost that 2-0 against Colchester on Saturday. But something that I think that Crawley will be pleased about is that Colchester were very much a heavy passing team and they did a lot of pass and play moves which is what Crawley you know likes to do likes to try to do and it caused Port Vale a lot of issues and to be fair I think Port Vale would probably be happy that it was only 2-0 that they lost by because there was enough chances for them to have lost by four or five in fact. It seems like you went to this game I know for a fact that you didn't where are you getting this information from? I'm very good at my research. <laughs> they, they they could have lost by four or five. So positives for Crawley in that Port Vale seems to struggle with pass and play move football. So as long as Crawley can execute that on Saturday, I think Crawley have, have a good chance of, of doing some damage. Player to watch if you are going up to Vale Park. That's the uh, imaginative name of their stadium. Tom Pope, he's the man. He scored a brace on the opening day and he's also claimed the club's player of the player Player, no, not player of the player. The player, player of the player. <laughs> player of the year award. He's claimed the club's player of the year award for a record three times at the end of last season was his third time. So yes, most recently he's been in some really good form. Now a bit of stat, like a good stat to surround something, to put something into context. Amaze me. So from the past eight meetings, Crawley have lost half of their games against Port Vale. So right. it's very much a 50-50. Anyone's, anyone's guess. Did they win what... the other half? Uh, no, it's kind of like 50-50 as to whether Crawley will get a point at least anyway. Uh, most recently though, on an upbeat note, Crawley have won 2-1 in their last meeting. And last year, Port Vale finished 20th in the league. And that was six places and 12 points behind Crawley and only one point above the relegation zone. So they, they did struggle. That's a good start. I like that. Thank you. And if we then cast our minds forward another game to next Tuesday or the Tuesday that'll be coming up because we wouldn't have done a podcast by then. It's back at the the Broadfield Stadium for the meeting of Swindon. <gasps> yes, we're all excited. Uh, they won also their opening game three two against Macclesfield, and uh, dramatically they 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 nearly could have lost that because they actually scored two goals in stoppage time. They were both penalties in the ninetieth plus sixth minute and the plus eighth minute. And who scored them? They've had a, well, first of all, they've had a mayor there, haven't they, the opposition? Who were they, Swindon, playing? In the first game, Macclesfield. The two penalties? Yeah. They've had an absolute disaster. Two penalties in extra time! Yes, but also, any guesses as to who might have scored them? I couldn't even name a single Swindon player. Is it an X-Red? It is an X-Red, that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, is it, uh, Johnny Kindy? <laughs> no, no, John O'Kinty will be meeting us later on in the league. It was Michael Doughty, if you remember him. Very, very short between the 11-12 season, six months he was at Crawley. So I don't blame you if you don't remember him. No, I do. But yes, he was the goal He scorer. didn't do much for us, did he? Well, he didn't really have long to, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. Six months and probably not much of that was playing time. They, they won their first opening game dramatically. And they lost their subsequent two. You can't say they won their first game dramatically. They're not telling us the score. I, I just, we've just spoken about the score for the past five minutes. It was 3-2. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, that one. <laughs> have you been listening to me? I Are have. you playing the game I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> so, yes, they, they won the first game. They lost the subsequent two. English Football League trophy against 
the marvellous Chelsea under-21s. 4-0 Chelsea beat them. Then their second game that they lost most recently was uh, the 4-1 to Lincoln, of which also Doughty scored a... Goal? Yep, more specifically... Penalty? Yes. Really? Another penalty, so three penalties. And here's another lovely stat. 75% of Swindon's goals this season have come from penalties. So they've scored four. Yeah. <laughs> Good maths. Quick maths there. But like Port Vale, Swindon also were relegated from League One back into League Two for last season, where they finished ninth, nine points ahead of Crawley. So there's a bit of context for you. Fantastic. So they're the next two games coming up. And what else is coming up? Not in this episode, but in forthcoming episodes, we will have Sergio Torres's goal predictions for the upcoming games. It's going to be a search section called Sergio Says. Um, so we've We've basically got his thumbs up for the show. He's going to be involved from episode two onwards, so we'll look out for that. So that's what's happened. That's what's coming up. We're going to do a quick league roundup. What is the situation overall in the league at this very early stage? Well, it's going to, yes, you can probably imagine what it is. It's essentially everyone sitting on top of everyone because they're all on three points or one point or no points. Um, so essentially, the league roundup feature for right now is, is kind of all six points. Well, well yeah, isn't, yeah. <laughs> Some people are on six. Well done. I, I looked at all of this when we'd only played a couple of games, so f- please forgive me. Terrible, terrible preparation. <laughs> Essentially, everyone's on top of everyone, and they're kind of separated by goal difference, pretty much. Yeah, very, very early. Can't read much into it whatsoever. So we'll probably have some more insightful things to do for this section later on in the season. I'm just going to flip back one minute. You know, I just said Sergio will be in from episode two. Yes. I've just had a WhatsApp from Sergio. A live text. Literally, our first ever live message. Um, He said, sorry, mate, I've just been coaching and he's typing a message. His predictions are coming through. And magically, on this podcast, it will be as if he's just replied now because he'll edit it together seamlessly. But we'll actually just be waiting here forever. He is typing, He's t- and it's through. Right, I've got two prediction scorelines live from Sergio Torres. First of all, a wavy Port Vale Saturday. He's gone for a one-all draw. Doesn't say the scorer. And then home versus Swindon, and he was involved in those two cracking games, 2010-11 season, FA Cup run, home, one-all, then away, went to extra time at Swindon. The coldest night of my life. But it was worth it to see that smudge brace as well. He's gone for a home win, 2-1 versus Swindon. Thank you, Sergio. So he's gone draw, win for the next two games. Four points at the next six. Sergio says, Sergio has said. Hopefully, in subsequent podcasts, be able to have a bit more of a lengthy chat with him. I've just texted back. Awesome. Thanks, mate. And a kiss. Aren't you cute? Okay, so that's what's been happening on the pitch, but what's been happening off the pitch? This is where we talk about the broadfield buzz, what's happening around the ground. So first of all, let's go back to the summer. Plenty of sponsorship going on. The Structured Communication Stand, the KRL Stand, two fantastic sponsors for the club, renewed their rights for the North and South Stands, respectively. Checker Trade, after five years, have left the club. That was a massive deal, biggest in the club's history, but they leave after five years. So that is why we're back now to the Broadfield Stadium for the time being. I know Joan Comper and the team at Crawley are working on renewing that or getting a new sponsor in for that as soon as possible. So it might not be the Broadfield Stadium, 
stadium forever again. Um, but I know people are probably enjoying saying, I'm going to the Broadfield. Now, what else is happening? There is a new ticketing system at the club. Woo! I think it, it's already in. I mean, go even go, this is a massive step for Crawley Town. Because going back five or six years, I remember when I was working there, when somebody came in to buy a ticket, they all got the same type of ticket. It looked a bit like a raffle ticket. And then you literally put a date stamp on it and you wrote in pen what game it was for. That's how far they've got. Or, or that's how far they were behind. <laughs> I think they were behind at the time. And now they're right out with it. So there's a new ticketing system. Uh, your season ticket card, you show it at the gate, scan it with a barcode, QR code, whatever it might be on the card. And you get in that way. And also coming up, print at home tickets. That's Woo! another thing. Another exactly. <laughs> I like that noise. Let, let's capture that noise and use it somewhere else as well. So print at home tickets, that's coming soon. It's not ready yet, but that's another great movement forward for the club. So congratulations to them on that. Um, the, the opposite of congratulations, more of a how dare you now. There's a new, <laughs> there's a new program at the club. Every year the, the, the program's redesigned and that's great. And it always looks fantastic. Um, but they've got a new section in that new program called Where Are They Now? And that was going to be one of our sections on this podcast where we talk about uh, former Reds, what are they up to now? Are they playing for different clubs? Are they builders? Are they painters, decorators? Are they coaches? Whatever. They've they, they've blatantly stolen it. Yeah, I was I was genuinely pretty upset. I it's one of those things where I feel like people are genuinely listening to our conversations. But there we go. So that, 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 let's put that to bed. That's absolutely fine. Now, also the club uh, on a ticketing side of things, they've got the new multi-game tickets. So if you're if you sort of work shifts, maybe you're working at the airport or family reasons, etc., can't get to all the games you can now buy tickets for five or ten games you get in touch with the club for that uh, we're not on commission for this it's just generally this is what's happening around the club we want everybody to know what's going on also this is a really really important one but it might sort of uh, uh, people's opinion may differ when they hear the details now for the first time ever domestic games in leagues one two and the championship as well or below the championship they're going to be streamed live online for the first time ever which is it sounds really really cool and you can get that from efl.com forward slash ifollow so ifollow's been around for a while but now that's a massive massive improvement it's going to be jonathan Ten pounds per game. What? That's that's actually quite crazy. To be fair, it's not much more than going live yeah. to the game. I mean, it, yeah, it's is cheaper, but at the same time, ten pounds a game. You don't you don't really pay that much, do you? On Sky Sports for a day pass? No, I think I get a day pass on Sky Sports so I can watch the final round of the golf, and it's six ninety nine. Yeah, that, that is TV. a crazy amount. Personally. I wouldn't want to pay for that. It is undoubtedly a step forward. And maybe the price at £10, maybe they're just testing the water, seeing what people will pay. If it was a fiver or, or, or £10 for a month and you're going to get four or five games, then fab. How many people will pay £10? I think you've got to be quite desperate um, or, or, or obviously a massive fan and you just can't make it to the game, but you just cannot, cannot miss that Crawley game. I'll be also very interested to know how much of that money does go to the clubs. Does any of it go to the clubs? Interesting question. I haven't got the answer. (laughs) I'll try and find out the answer. I don't have it. They've also, on iPhone now, got the audio subscription only. And that is, is this reasonable? £45 for the year. Hmm. Maybe. I suppose it's it's, it's better than the TV deal. It's about a quid a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all right. I suppose, isn't it? yeah. Actually, when you take into account away games as well, I wasn't thinking about away games because we're fake fans. We don't go to them. Um, don't throw that. <laughs> we we can't make. We it to we, away we games. wish we could. We wish we could. Okay, here we go. Next section of the show, and this might be gone after episode one. Seeing just we're just going to see how it goes. 
Every episode, we're going to play a game. And I don't know what that game is. Jonathan's going to tell me now. Yes, if you all haven't had enough fun already with the (laughs) podcast, it's about to ramp up, hopefully, to the next level and not ramp down because these games are all meant to be a little bit cheesy, a little bit silly, and we're all just meant to have a little bit of fun. And I haven't been telling Ewan what this one is, and I've kind of been keeping it in, you know, in the locker a little. Come on. The name of the game is... Time wasting. Time wasting. Hmm. Any ideas what that might be or what it might entail? Um, who spent the most time on the ground in the last couple of games? Not, not quite, not quite. So, so it is kind of football related in the name, but it's not good. Really, not really uh, football. I'm glad I've had that. Not really football related in the game. So essentially, I will give you a word or topic, and then you have ninety seconds to talk about that topic you've got to stay on topic without repeating yourself and there's got to be no stuttering or muttering do you listen to radio four no i don't actually there's a very similar game where you've got to talk on a subject for one minute without hesitating no you can't say this because then it makes it look as if it's not original (laughs) (laughs) i think from your reaction we can tell it is original should we cut it down to 60 seconds i had the epiphany on the train up to london (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's how i spend my commutes so yes 90 seconds because, you know, 90 minutes in a match, 90 seconds. That, that, I, I get it, yeah. Are you ready for your I'm re- Well, I'm going to put my pen down because I can't prepare for this, can I? No. Right, what am I going to ramble so on about? I'm going to give you 10 seconds before you start. And when you start, you, you've got to go. Okay. Um, so your topic is... Go on. Jeans. Jeans? What has that got to do with Crawley or football? <laughs> it's just meant to be something funny. <laughs> so hopefully this will provide a laugh. Whenever you're ready. Right, do I go now? Yeah. Right, when I was 16, I owned my favourite ever pair of jeans. Looking back now, they were absolutely horrific, but I was very proud of them at the time. They were flared at the bottom, cut up the sides, and I had holes in the knees as well. Um, I thought it looked very cool. I wore them with a cardigan and a very tight T-shirt, which thinking about me saying that now makes me realise it was truly, truly awful but i've always liked jeans i like the way jeans uh, go with the times the jeans i wear now are relatively skinny and i've got skinny legs but i just tend to go with what's cool and you look at the kids you look at the teenagers you look at the pop stars and the famous people they're all wearing fairly tight jeans so i will wear tight jeans too call me a sheep call me what you like but that's what i do <sighs> how long is that? What do you find? Come on! That's, no, I've, that, <laughs> that's half a game. That that that's I've made it to half time. Have you, have you given? Yeah, you, oh, oh. Yes. all right. We're ge- I've, Let's make it football related. <laughs> I think you failed that first game. I suppose you could have talking spoken about denim talking. That's not a word, is it? Talking. No. Hashtag words. <laughs> you could have spoken about denim. What about do you know? What, what we're going to play next week? I don't mind playing this game at the end, but throughout episode two and thereon, we're going to play a game called uh, what did i call it earlier i gave it a name didn't i yeah you did <laughs> basically throughout the show you're going to get five hints one at the start one in the middle <laughs> one at the end and two in between those <laughs> sections and it's going to be a stat on a player you've got to guess who is the player that's pretty much what the game is going to be called because it's going to be it could be so is it people playing along at home or is it me playing along as well or everybody's do involved I, do i guess it as soon as i know it no you wait to the end oh don't ruin it <laughs> So it okay. could be, stat one could be, I played 13 games in the 2011 season. Stat two could be, I was part of the U- our U- Arsenal youth setup, etc., etc. Sanchez what? I, do, I, was actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking of him, uh, but you've, you've ruined it already. We'll play that next week.
And here we are in the penultimate section of episode one. It's going to be highlights of the week. Me and Jonathan are both going to pick our highlights of the week or the time between now and the previous podcast, whatever you want to call it. Jonathan, what is your highlight of the week section? So I'm going to go sentimental like we discussed. And I think this podcast will have to be my highlight of the week. I I was going to say, I think I did enjoy and I did spots. I think it is a new Reggie, right? There, there is a new Reggie. Uh, you mean somebody inside Reggie? <laughs> yes. I don't think it's a new devil costume because they cost no, an absolute fortune. No, no, no. Yeah, fortune. no. It's the same devil costume. It's a new person inside, a new being, a new spirit. And how did you spot that? Uh, Were there characteristics? Well, I, I saw it on the club website, but he was doing uh, some new moves, spicing things up. I liked it. On, on a slight tangent, have you seen Boiler Man? No. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. I just realised what you're talking about. How how brilliantly rubbish is Boiler Man? <laughs> if you haven't seen him, is it what club is it? Is it West Brom or a Premier League I, club has got a new sponsor yes. yeah, yeah. with a, a gas electric company and the mascot is a combi yes. boiler. <laughs> that is fantastic. Can you imagine ordering that? It's just, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Anyway, going back to your highlight of the week. Yes, yeah, so my highlight of the week is this podcast. I think being able to that's lovely. Being able to make it, that's go really through, lovely. You know, chat to you about all the sections we're doing, plan for it, come up with all these silly things, and hopefully someone out there might like it, other than myself. Hopefully, in the next episode, half of it won't be in, and we'll we'll have got in <laughs> some decent stuff. Who knows? You'll have to wait and find out. How about yours, Ewan? My highlight of the week. It has to be. Has to be. When we were commentating at the game the other day, Jonathan versus Stevenage, I pointed to the touchline and I pointed at Harry Kuehl. And the reason I did that is because he was wearing, first of all, white pumps, black tracksuit bottoms, and to accompany this on top, a purple knitted sweater. But not any purple knitted sweater. His mum's purple... No, I'm joking. It, it I don't possibly know. It was. It, it was the combination. I mean, I'm already thinking back already to what I mentioned a moment ago with my jeans, my tight T-shirt and my cardigan. So, I mean, I, I'm no fashion guru, but it was just... It was oddly brilliant again. It wasn't quite Gareth Southgate. I'm not sure whether whether he's trying to start some sort of knitted cardigan campaign on the touchline, but um, I I thought it was wonderful to see. But that is our highlights of the week. And now to our last section. (laughs) Thank you very much. So this is our added time where we kind of just, I guess, sum up everything that's happened, maybe throw in a few extra things that we've forgotten to mention. So I'm going to quickly chat about a signing another signing for the reds that's happened since we've last played a game on saturday uh it's a guy called a guy <laughs> a guy called rob milson he's a midfielder he, he he's been at the club i think a while because he's impressed during oh, i did see that summer trial yeah. um he's only signed a short, short contract until january and fun fact he was released from Notts county at the end of last season he made 70 appearances and guess how many goals he scored three one one, one as a midfielder. 17. Well, I'm sure he has many other fantastic assets to his game, which is why he's been signed. So we'll put the trust in Harry Kiel there. But yes, they're, they're the sort of the stats that uh, surround him. So that, you know, another man to welcome aboard. It's always Absolutely. important to have extra players on the team, especially if Corley want to be challenging because you need a big squad to do well in, in, in such a league and in cups. I would just like us to go through one summer window and just maintain like 80% of the squad just once. Just once. Yes, I was going to say, I don't want to finish this podcast on a downer but i don't think crawley are going to be title or promotion challenges because they haven't held on to that core set of players how dare you (laughs) 
but we'll move on from that very quickly ewan what's coming up in next week's podcast or no not next week sorry you explain right to be honest we don't know how often we're going to be doing this it depends on the popularity as well but no matter what we'll do it at least fortnightly if the demand's there, we'll do it more. If the demand's not there, we'll do it slightly less whenever we can fit it in. But we do, we do intend to do it fortnightly. So every four or five games maximum, um, there will be a new podcast. There's some parts of the show we will definitely keep, of course, the review, what's come up, etc., etc. Sergio says, that's the highlight of the show. Maybe you just tune in for Sergio says. Um, but other things we might drop in and lose as we go along. One thing we definitely need from you, we would love to have a red on the road. Could be the same one every single week. It could be a different one of you every single episode doesn't really matter but you can get in touch again it's on twitter at straight red ctfc please get in touch dm us follow us send us a message and you can be the first ever hopefully red on the road in episode two mm, very exciting very exciting so uh, i think that's now time for us to say goodbye for now and i guess good luck to to the crawly Come on, you Reds! <laughs> Come on, you Reds, for the next uh, couple of games. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back to dissect and discuss everything that's happened since. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in episode two. Again, Twitter at Straight Red CTFC. And we'll be in touch very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.